Pickaxe. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love critical role in movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small-town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically, I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door, if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sussai Star I pull up the, the today's, like, installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on, and it says, Outrage as pumpkin stepped on. <laughs> Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. Well, let me know when you guys are ready. 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 All right. So. And we've begun. You're gonna have that <laughs> It's the traditional. I'm sorry, I'm not belching or farting into the mic. No, you're shouting hate speech, so there's a big difference. <laughs> I'm a Which... fucking slob. <laughs> Deal with me. Deal with me. Uh, uh, hi, everyone. Welcome hey. on that note. Uh, welcome to Dungeons and Randomness. Uh, as of today, the number one D&D <laughs> That's I can't say that. That seems wrong somehow. I'll say it. Number one D and D podcast, Lance. Suck it. <laughs> I, that's amazing. If you search Dungeons and Dragons on iTunes, we're the first thing that pops up, which is exciting. I wow, that's amazing. Get um, that weak shit out of here, Wizards of the Coast. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I'm a big fan of Chris Perkins and the, the Penny Arcade deal. stuff. Yeah, they're, Jesus. <laughs> Well, maybe we should get on our level. Oh, God. Again, though, Wizards of the Coast, if they were to listen to this particular portion, just let it be known that I've spent thousands of dollars on magic cards. Yes. And we're all going to buy D&D next crap. We, we, <laughs> Come on. Of course. I bought, I bought the new Magic the Gathering uh, uh, game on Steam. As did hey, I. guys, guys. Being I prefer Pathfinder. One, being the number one <laughs> podcast means you don't have to say you're sorry. All right? That's that's yeah. The they they need to say they're sorry to us for take, keeping us down for so long. Okay, well, Dan, I don't I don't know if we can go that far. That's dial it back, dial it back. You know they could kill us anytime they want, right? They, we, they, <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got ninjas who come to your house and and steal all your old uh, old content, so you have to buy the new editions. So they've got Shark, the, sharpened got dice at your head. <laughs> I was gonna say being broke, uh, like being being number one means never having to say you're sorry. But being broke means kissing the asses of people who have the money. That's true. I don't have any money. (laughs) Take that. Um, If we're done kissing wizards' ass, um, (laughs) (laughs) we will Wheaton. That's what I'm saying. The the penny arcade stuff is. I cannot believe that's a that's a iTunes is wrong. Let's be honest. I t- <laughs> this has all been a glitch, and we're going to wake up tomorrow. And we're we're really good at SEO. That's all it is. <laughs> we're number 15. 
Uh, I'm Jason Massey. I am the dungeon master of this whole number one D&D podcast <laughs> on... I'm going to take the opportunity to say that because by the time the next episode airs, that won't be true. So, I <laughs> episode 12, that's... Okay. Uh, and with us, as always, is Dan... Hey, I'm Dan Phelps. I will be playing Rodswell Joy the Tom, uh, uh, War Priest, Human War Priest. And Jake? Hey, I'm Jake. I am playing Drake Honus. I am a dragonborn mage guy. And Rob? Hey, I'm Robert Wiesahan. I'm playing Malchus Grimness, Tiefling Warlock. And Justin? I'm Justin, and I'm playing Jarek Ironhide. Oh, yeah. And Tom. Hi, I'm Tom of the number one D&D podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> Where do you guys see that? <laughs> it's on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see that. Sir, go to iTunes and search Dungeons and Dragons. We, I, I did. Don't. I, I posted a screenshot. It did happen. <laughs> did guys, it's going to be tough to give Yenward his starring episode if we keep running roughshod over Tom. That's true, yes. Justin will just erupt and I'm just he doesn't curious. care. Yeah. Uh, and Tyler. Uh, uh, I'm Tyler. I play Thoral Songsteel, uh, a human vampire. Uh, and with that, we're going to get ready and get started. It's been... Okay, well, technically, uh, it, it's only been a couple of weeks since our last sit-down, but we had to scrap that because of audio issues. Uh, so what I'm going to do is kind of take the base of what we did and remix it and, and add new stuff to it. So we're not playing through the same content. And we'll probably get further, too, to be honest, because uh, there, was an, yeah, there was an hour-long argument in the last... <laughs> so, And the most awkward sex scene ever heard. Yeah. Um, oh, it won't be awkward this time. Oh, uh, we'll make up for it. I ain't prepared. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> My taste is beating with sweat, just thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So... We're picking up, uh, we're going to pick up two weeks after the treaty was signed uh, between Winterhaven and Over, uh, Overdale, and uh, there's, there's kind of a slight rift uh, forming in the group. You can, you can kind of feel it. Nothing's, nothing's been said out and out, but uh, even though you guys had an opportunity to sit in the bar and, and, and talk about what had happened, I don't, uh, none of you are really... It was a lose-lose situation, and none of you were really pleased with, with how it all turned out. Um, you are all readying to head north. It's, you've, you've, you've handled all your business. You've, you've all pretty much elected to go north and, and, and finally deal with this book, finally search out the Tomb of Drak and, and, and see what's inside of it, if it even exists, you know, if you can make it there. Um... But you, you decided to take a couple of weeks and get your head straight, relax, you know, make sure you're 100% ready for the trip. Uh, and part of that uh, is talking to someone who's, uh, who's ventured that far north before. Um, and uh, Lord Pedrig has told Rodswell and Draconis about uh, a dwarven explorer who's, uh, who's visiting Winterhaven. Uh, and he frequents the, the well. He frequents the pub, of course. Uh, and he told uh, he told you two that uh, it would probably be a good idea to talk to him and and find out what you're in for as you as you head further and further north. 
Okay. So, um, so let me throw my guy on the thing here. Yeah, well, you don't need to. This is all ah. stuff. Um, you guys meet him in the uh, in the Winterhaven Tavern. Right. Uh, it's a a. Uh, there are there are a few dwarves in town, but this guy stands out. Just because he's he's already an older old for a dwarf, so he's he's older, uh, and he loves to spew profanity <laughs> for seemingly no reason, just almost as if he had Tourette's. Um, and he's been spending a lot of his time in the pub as 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 he's been in Winterhaven about two days, but most of that time has been spent in the pub until he's kicked out in the wee hours of the morning. And then he runs back to the inn, and then the very next day plops himself right back down in the pub and just kind of drinks all day. Uh, and his name is Thaddeus Thundermall. Thaddeus. That is uh, a good dwarf name. That is solid, isn't it? That's a, that's a, that's that's like Rick Power or something like that. I mean, that's a that's a, that's it's a manly dwarf name. Uh, and how would you guys like to approach him? Naked. I say we uh, grab a couple drinks and uh, sit with him at the bar. Uh, this would just this would just be Rodswell and Draconis right now. Right. Oh, just just us, just you two. So. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, what you thinking there, Chief? Um. Sounds that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds that's about right. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's kind of sitting at his own table because okay. the the bar stools are a little high. So he just kind of he just prefers to sit by his lonesome at a table, just kind of drinking, not really doing much else. Uh, so you guys grab, uh, you grab a couple of drinks and and sidle up next to him. Yeah. Hey, like, right, what do you be wanting? Um. Well. Uh, first, uh, we heard that you have ventured north quite a ways. Uh, we're about to make a trek up there, and we just thought we'd uh, kind of talk to you about what we're what we're in for. Aye, right, how far north you be going? Uh, far? <laughs> How far north are we going? <laughs> as north as north as can be. Uh, what's his name? Drake? Is that to get that right? Drake? Drake Thaddeus. No, 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 no. The Drock. 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 Oh, Drock. Drock. Oh. Uh, we're going to Drock's tomb. Uh, so he, he invites you both to sit down and, and you guys take a seat. Uh, has anyone told you what be that far north? That's kind of why we're talking to you, sir. Yep, I'm from the south. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. You are he's from, the, he's from the dirty south, to be exact. Oh, yes. the dirt. Oh, the dirty south. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a thing. Like that. Was, that, was, that would be. He gives you a wink. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> it was uh, dirtier last time I was down there. For certain. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're in for danger that you've never seen before, boys. Frostworms and crevices, the ground falling beneath your feet, and cold, endless bone-freezing cold. It's not very positive. That's <laughs> um, it all, actually. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, if you were to give us one kind of tip while going north because you you know you're telling us 
what it's going to... I understand it's cold. Uh, we have a job to do, and we have to do it. But what do we need to look out for in terms of things that could kill us? Uh, and he, he kind of leans forward and, and gets you both to, to lean in as if he's going he's gonna to whisper a secret. A secret? A secret. <laughs> he's a baby. He's an Elmer Fudd. Tell you a secret. And that reveals he has a he has a terrible speech impediment. <laughs> he's drunk. Come on, it happens. Yeah. Yes. Like okay. So much. <laughs> Fuck you! I've been drinking. Um, Dwinking. Uh, he leans forward. Uh, he leans forward. Don't be afraid to kill the weaker of you. If someone's holding you back, leave them behind. Oh. Well, you said. Okay. I'll let Justin hear that. He hates the weak ones. <laughs> you said, don't be afraid to kill the weak ones, but also don't be afraid to leave them behind. There would be well, yeah, leave them behind no more if that. <laughs> if, if Ironhide heard that. But I mean, that's. What he's saying is that if someone is, like, slowing you up, if someone can't keep up, if someone. Don't be afraid to, like, leave them for dead. Don't be afraid to. Not necessarily go back and slit their throat, but I mean, you know. It, don't be afraid to leave someone behind, is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get the feeling you're the kind of person who has had to do that before. I, I put it this way. How many you taken up with you on your journey? Uh, six. I expect three of you to be coming back. Oh. I kind of like those odds, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Batting 500. <laughs> baseball. Okay. Um, I think you're underestimating our strength. Um, Aye, boy, uh, I think ye be underestimating the cold. I look over at Draconis. Yes. Uh, and, and I kind of motion for him to, you know, get up real quick. Uh, and I take him aside and I just say, hey, uh, I don't know how much more we're going to get out of him, really, but mm-hmm. I think that he has kind of... Maybe we need to go talk to the other guys about what we're getting into here, you know? <laughs> now, now, what? Now, do we maybe... Is it possible to maybe ask this guy if we want to bring him with us since he's actually gone through this stuff before? Uh. <laughs> you think- <laughs> Do you think that's something? He could be one of the three that die. That'd be good for us. I was about to say, that's one That's one person we could feed off of if we have to. No, because that would make a three and a half, right? At that point. <laughs> I don't trust a dwarf either. Um, I'm trying to trust my son. I have, hey, tru- I have trust problems with dwarves. Dwarf. I thought we were against racism. What's going on here? Um, Your son was a dwarf. <laughs> but yeah, we're definitely not getting anything else from this guy. Right, yeah. Um, so we head back. Uh, I... How much money do I have? Oh, so you, you, you're walking away from him? Well, I go back to him at this point. Okay. Um, how much money do I have on me? Uh, well, I don't know. Check your character sheet. Okay, good point. We can do that. <laughs> Details. Information how much money would it cost for me to pay for what we've just drank? Oh, that, yeah, that's just like a yeah, like a gold piece or two. Like, that's not... Yeah. Okay. The, yeah you guys pretty much drink for free in Winter Haven anyway, so it doesn't... Yeah. Um, I, th- I thank him. Uh, I throw down, I throw down five gold pieces there, uh, buying his drinks, and I look at him again, and I, and after paying for him, I say, 
Is there anything else that we need to know about this journey before we head out? Aye, if you'd be smart, you'd sober the fuck up and not go at all. All right. Oh, oh go ahead, Jason. Um, I, I wasn't speaking. Oh, I thought you were talking. Um, <laughs> so I look at the bartender and I kind of point down at him saying, you know, we got him. And uh, head on back to the... Unless Dracona says something else he wants to know. No, that's good. We're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. We shall make our leave, take our leave. Okay. Uh, are you meeting up with the rest of the group? That's what you're saying? Uh, yeah, if you have something, I mean, we can, something we can do tomorrow morning or something, if you guys, if you have something you need to get, you know, through tonight. Uh, mostly right now, everyone's hanging out <clears throat> in, uh, in Town Square. Like, this is, uh, kind of the high point. Well, everyone except for Thor, who is by his lonesome in the attic, uh, in the inn that you guys are staying. Um... Uh, this is kind of a high point of the day where everyone's congregating and everything. The weather's pretty good, so people are out buying stuff, trading, that kind of thing. So, uh, town center's pretty busy right now. Uh, so if you guys wanted to meet out in town square and talk, you could totally do that. And we can't include Thoral in it? Uh, you can go, you can meet up with everyone and run back to the attic if you want and talk to Thoral there. Totally oh, an option. Yeah, that sounds it's good. kind of daytime. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds... We could do that. I mean, this, I don't think... Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. So, uh, everyone is crammed into this um, fairly small attic. It's mostly used for storage, but uh, Thoral in his short time there has kind of converted it into... They keep a spare bed there, so it's it's mainly used for overflow. If someone just, you know, absolutely has to stay the night, but all the rooms are full, they well, you can stay in the attic, and that's immediately where Thoral gravitated towards. Uh, so you guys have all met up in the attic. Hey guys. Um, so we just had a talk with a drunk dwarf. Um, however, this dwarf has done much adventuring to the north and uh, from what he says, um, it is dangerous to the point that even at our strength, it is very possible the three of us will not come back alive. Huh. I don't like that. <laughs> At least he yeah. was honest. Well, it depends on which three of us die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, does it now? <laughs> <laughs> um, you said earlier you liked those odds. <laughs> the, uh, the weather's brutal. Um, if we don't die from the weather... Uh, the monsters are way stronger than anything we've ever encountered Uh, to the extent that he said if somebody is slowing us down we should go ahead and let them die that is the mint go ahead what kind of monsters are we going to be dealing with did you get any info on that um, the only he was he was pretty. I, I I asked him a couple times. He mainly stuck with the weather uh, and describing the strength of the monsters. He did say uh, frost worms, I believe. Yes. Um, yep. That's exactly so. what he said. Yep. So um, maybe we can just you know save that for later. I don't think his tomb's gonna walk away or anything. What's going on in Overdale, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Go explore the, the, the west. <laughs> um, I'm actually, yeah, I'm, I'm curious, seriously, 
I'm not pretty much to going east and then hitting the north when we're better prepared. I'm not. I'm from the, I'm from the south. Dying. That's all my. That's it's my piece. Oh, we also found out that Draconis is from the dirty south. I think. Yes. Yeah. Want to point that out? Yep. <laughs> that's canon now. It's very important. <laughs> well, he was hanging out with Master P. Do we want to <laughs> say? Um, oh, na, na, na. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Rob? Want to pursue perhaps some less protected uh, ruins and tombs here, and perhaps try to find. Uh, additional magical items and equipment. Yes. Yeah. I think it's for the best. Wait, what? This took, this took a turn. Um, this did. I, this took a huge turn. Hold on now. We can't listen to some drunk dwarf to screw up our whole plans here. <laughs> the tomb's not going to grow feet and walk away. We, we can, can take some frostworms. Right? Yeah, really. We can take some frostworms. And the, the extreme cold, because we're prepared for that with our leather armor. Hey, <laughs> me being a fire mage... Well, I will say... We can... So he's just casting? <laughs> yeah, fire mages get tired. <laughs> um, I, I will say that, that Winterhaven has been... Uh, th- they've also been getting ready for your, your journey. They knew you were taking off. They're, they're, they're getting uh, lots of pelts and, and heavy, thick furs and stuff like that. This isn't something that you're just going to walk out with like a light jacket and stuff. They know, you know, I mean, you've all been preparing for that. So the cold is one thing. I mean... I mean, everything else, yeah. But, I mean, the cold is something that you guys are preparing for. Taking horses is going to be difficult, because at a certain point, your horses will die. I love my horse. They will freeze to death. You can't ride a horse. Well, that'll be our food. So that's good. (laughs) Lean muscle. That's the lean meat. That's what we need. I'm not going to eat cold meat. You're gross. (laughs) He's a fireman. Edward has standards. So is is what we're suggesting that we're uncomfortable taking on this challenge in our current state? That's what I say. I'm I'm pretty uncomfortable. I'll come out and say it. At least level 10. I'm uncomfortable, but I'm... It's it's a long journey there, so I'm... I'm So it's going to be a long burn. Like, like we'll be be out there in the cold and bitterness, but we'll also be out there alone. Well, yeah, but it's not one of those things like, and later that day, they got the drops, no, too. This uh, no. isn't, yeah. This is going to be a large campaign. Here's here's the thing, guys. What else are we going to do? Explore the east. We've done everything here. We can go out and just be like, we're adventurers and attack things on the road and go into caves. But without having a goal, without having anything to drive us, we've we've overcome these odds before. And well, just yes, having someone sit, just having someone sit here and tell us one, you know, yeah. one drunken dwarf sit here and tell us that we can't make it has that. I understand that we've lost people in the past because of goofy decisions, but I just don't see where else we where else we can go from. I like to think we're much more level headed now. I got a question for uh, Dan. Yeah. Um, how do you think he became a drunk dwarf? Do you think he could have been seeing things from the north that maybe uh, led him to alcohol? He had been in other places. And also dwarves drink. That's I was about to say, dwarves are all drunk, yeah. Dwarves yeah. do drink. Um, it, it, and there's nothing preventing us from turning around and coming back. Well, true. Oh, okay, Rods. Well, if you can promise me I'm not going to die, I'll, I'll come with you. I can't promise <laughs> you anything. I'm just saying there's... Well, then I'm, I'm uncomfortable again. Way to go. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's, if we get, if we get somewhere and we think we can't go any further, there's nothing preventing us from turning around, coming back, you know, training more, and then going back again. Like, It'd just be a big waste of time to me. Just imagine what to be it, able to is it more of a waste of time than wandering off in a random direction with no goal and no destination? This has been the, Drog's tomb has been here, like it's been here ever since he blocked himself in there. Like it's people that head north, they they fail. Why should we just be another? Uh, We're not going to fail. Body count. I mean, if you guys, if that's what we want to do, I like I said, I just don't understand what. Are we just going to hang out here in Winterhaven? And- Malchus, what do you think? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, <laughs> you do not drop that on me. No, you're the one who just injected to everything. What would you like to do, Ironhide? Let's ask people around town if they need oh, anything. Christ. No. We just had almost an entire town drop on top of this town. You think there's nothing like... I haven't heard Thoral say a word. Thoral? I'm for it. I'm for going north. I, I agree. I agree with uh, I agree with Ronswell. There's nothing that prevents us from turning back around if if it, it, it gets too real. And there's no such thing as a waste of time when we're gaining experiences. Can I say that? Is that? Is that... Yes. <laughs> That's dangerously close That's to metagaming. Not... <laughs> Valuable experience is a thousand experiences just by going through this. That's a lot of dice rolls, Jarek. I would almost say there are points in this campaign where we're gaining experience. There's a, there's a lot of points there's on the positive points. side of why we should. <laughs> no, I, it's it's the like I said, it, we could wander off randomly in one direction and hope we find something, or we could wander off randomly in the direction that we want to go and hope that we don't get stopped. Well, there's no major towns north, but I mean, if you want to, I guess we can go if everybody else is okay with it. This isn't going to be a thing where everyone's okay with it. I've I've followed you long this far, Rodswell. Oh, oh fuck! I don't want to die. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> oh my god! He says I followed you this long. Oh my god! I don't want to go. I'll go. Uh, Malchus. Malchus. You know me. I'm comfortable with the play it by ear method. <laughs> um. So that was so non-committal. That was so yeah. yeah. <laughs> That sounded like he could be for either plan. Oh, no, no, I shit could... plans. I'm more than in. I am. I'm ready to go see what's in that tomb. Winston's I think we can do it. I I legit think we can do it. I, I, no, Ma- Malchus. Malchus literally looks at Rockswell and uh, he says, "I think you of all people would know. I'm not afraid to change my plans when new information's revealed." Does metal freeze? I'm just saying. Like, I don't have to worry about cold temperatures, do I? Until everyone has to worry about cold temperatures. Yeah. Now, you, I mean, you don't, I mean, you're not going to freeze to death in the same way they would, but I mean, I could fall through ice because I'm 275 pounds. Do we have to warm up Ironhide before we start driving him in the snow? (laughs) (laughs) That's the big thing you guys got to worry about, the heavier members of the group. Like, you got to start. Oh, man, that's not good. Yeah, you got to. I'm 278. Oh, man. So you got a dragon, a minotaur, and a robot. Like maybe I'm 520 pounds, Jake. It's all right. Hey, I got a disc. Yeah, I think I can we float found on. our three guys who are dying. <laughs> I got a disc. I can float on. I'm good. I'm good. How much? But there's going to be a light up there. Okay. The sun. 
Yeah, Vampire but we've already just... we've already established that if we we can throw a clo- uh, a, a thing on thing. on Thoral and he's okay. Yeah, right. yeah that's the bit. That, that, that's part of the furs and stuff. He's kind of wearing his assassin's uh, assassin's, it, assassin's it, Creed gear. The yeah. sun's blocked out by all the storm clouds from the blizzards, anyway. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about that. That'll pretty this is much up things. So um, why don't we why don't we set a compromise and if if we if we get going and realize that this is too much, then we'll head back. We'll have a, we'll have a safety word. Blue <laughs> is good. Blue. Blue is the word. Will we all start stabbing anything that's near us? No, no, the <laughs> other blue. <laughs> so let me so, see. Yeah, Traconis is 278 pounds. Uh, Yen word is how much did you say? 520 and Ironhide is 275. 675 pounds. I bet we can't even put this entire party in an elevator together. I bet we just can't do that. You guys are massive. We can't put one of us. (laughs) Really? Oh, it just got updated then because it was only 275 before. No, I had to update your stuff because that weight is wrong. You do not weigh 278 pounds. I'm 124 pounds. I keep it. I keep it tight. Like you're made of metal and wood and shit. Like you, there's Ow. no way. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say this: when we get up there, it's going to be terribly cold. So, like, oh, yeah. we're going to have to push through it. We're not going to be able to turn back because that's what we're going to want to do. Our bodies are going to tell us to turn back. We're going to have to commit. No, we can we'll turn back. Guys. No, we can. <laughs> <laughs> There's... Am I Malchus? There we. <laughs> You're the new Malchus. <laughs> no, we can I, turn back. If people get sick, if we can't make it, if we're not strong enough, we can turn around. There's nothing preventing that. We, it's we have. Let's let's be somewhat level-headed. I mean, think about all the people who tried climbing Everest and then just turned around because they couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, sure, there were plenty of people who died, but that's because they were being reckless and thought that they could make it. As long as I don't. As long as we know our limitations. Any of my fingers there. I'm I'd okay. like to. I'd like to make a proposal, though, if we're going with this plan. If it comes down to going to Drox's tomb or going home, and the vote, and the vote comes to a tie, the tie breaks in favor of going home. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Sounds good. Okay. Now we're not going to get to our first one, <laughs> and everybody just be like, "All right, uh, yeah, let's go. Let's get out of here." Or we could Rochambeau <laughs> for it. Either way. <laughs> Oh, so that's Strock. He's kind of big. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we better not turn around when we actually get there. That would be, you know. I think if we get halfway there, I think we should be like, all right, we're in this. Okay. You guys are saying very different things. I don't think you're listening yeah, to each other as you right, speak. No, here we go. Hey, let's just do two things. Two words here. Two words. Let's man up. Come on. <laughs> you're a dragon. You literally can't man up. Uh, <laughs> he will murder you. All right, everybody oh, up. Man up. Cow, <laughs> whatever the hell you want to call it. Cow Actually, there's only one human here. Well, two humans. Two humans. Forgot to answer. Cows or girls, you dick. You're such a dick. Um, n- n- no. <laughs> if we make it more than halfway, if we make it three fourths of the way, and we realize we will die, we can turn around and come back. <laughs> May I interject? Die on the way back. Yes. Considering you don't know, quote yes, unquote, disembodied voice. Yes, d- d- this is God. God. Um. <laughs> Uh, you don't know what the way consists of, so I mean, th- I mean, it's very easy to be hypothetical, and so- but I mean, y- I mean, it's going to be a judgment call in the heat of it. You're right. 
if you guys feel like it's just too much. Yeah. Well, there's no such thing as a point of no return at this point. I mean, we well, dead is a point of no return. <laughs> kind yeah. of. Yeah. Like Duncan has reached the point of no return. <laughs> but that's okay because Rodswell promised me I wouldn't die, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some sleep and get ready, and we're gonna take this on. I we're gonna take. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're never coming back, right, guys? That's what we're. <laughs> hey, if you guys wanna, okay, I'm in. For... I am in. Draconis, Except I am in. That you promised me I would. I, I didn't promise for... you. Me. <laughs> what were you uh, saying? I'm just saying I'm in for turning around if we have to. If the group decides to turn around, I'm in for turning all around. All right, well, let's all just go to sleep and wake up. And it's daytime. Okay, that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought somebody was talking about let's go to sleep. I was. I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I did say that. Yes. He's on your Let's enjoy our day and then go to sleep later on. It convinced me so much that it was uh, nighttime. <laughs> you talk with such passion. Movement. Um, just as your conversation is is coming to a close, you hear uh, the, the the chiming bells at the front gate, and these are big, almost uh, almost like church style bells. If you've ever heard like the the if you have a church near you and you've ever heard right. bells. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is to signify that uh, someone is at the is at the front gates, and it's a big deal. They usually it's not uh, someone returning from patrol or something like that. This is usually a visitor or something that requires Lord Pedrig's attention. So, uh, looking out the attic window, you can see uh, peeling back some of the the blackout the the the. the uh, the the heavy furs and stuff that Thoro has up in the window, just enough so you can see out. Uh, you can see Lord Pedrig's racing over to the front gates. Naked. Ass naked. <laughs> Get out of here, you! <laughs> uh, Malchus will hustle up and go see what's up. Alrighty. Uh, the rest follow. of you... Uh, you uh, I mean, Thoro, do you want to join him? Maybe put a... And put some robes on. All right, so... Everybody joins. Uh, the front gates swing open, and uh, just a steady stream of uh, villagers from uh, very small neighboring settlements in in Overdale. Uh, these are places... like They're on the outskirts, but still within the jurisdiction of Overdale. And it's just a steady stream of, of you know, carts... With with farmers and and uh, woodsmen and just just your general Joe schmoes, your schlubs, no one important. Uh, and uh, with these people is uh, Brianna and her father Martin. Uh, and as soon as she walks to the gates and sees Malchus, she runs over to Malchus and kind of bear hugs his waist. Child, um, what brings you here? Uh, Daddy says we're taking a trip. Uh, and then Martin sees, well, sees his daughter run clean off. And uh, Bree being Bree, he tries to follow her as quickly as possible before she gets into any trouble. Um, uh, and he walks up and, and shakes each one of your hands. And he's, he's very happy to see you. Uh, and he tells you that... Uh, all of the neighboring settlements of Overdale are being cleared out. That city guards uh, showed up in each of the neighboring small settlements 
all along the swamps of Yemgar, all all the way out into the, the the wilderness. Anything that is close to Overdale and within their jurisdiction, everyone's been cleared out. Whoever doesn't live in the actual city of Overdale has been cleared out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they were told they can go east or north, but they can no longer stay in the south. Mm-hmm. Zero explanation. Zero explanation as to why they were just told that they are no longer welcome to stay. Uh, if you aren't going to live in the city, then you are no longer welcome uh, there uh, in the forest beyond you know the reach of Overdale Guard or anything like that. They want everyone to clear out. So um, a lot of people either uh, move to slightly larger. Uh, slightly larger villages, uh, like on the outskirts of Winterhaven, things like that, just beyond the reach of Overdale. Uh, and some just thought it was safer to come to Winterhaven. Is uh, Pedreg, is he around us? or is Yes, he... he's, he's speaking to a lot of the, uh, the farmers and villagers. Uh, he's, he's getting the same story from them, and he immediately starts going into, okay, we need to both put these people to work and find places for them to live. Okay, because that was going to be my question to him. Is... Right. Are we are are you equipped to handle this? Uh, and he's still kind of in shock because that that wasn't something that he was expecting. Like that, like this is this is like a hundred fresh faces showing up on his door, basically. Yeah. So he's not. I mean, the, the, uh, picture Winterhaven as this very large fort uh, with with walls and things like that, but it's not it's not a big city. It's it's a very large encampment. So. Uh, this is something where he's like right off the bat, anybody who's able-bodied, anybody who can, you know, sling an axe or something like that, start cutting down wood, start, we're going to start building, uh, houses for people to live and people may have to double up, families may have to double up or something, but everyone, he's like, he's making sure everyone's going to have a place to stay that's indoors. No one will be tenting it up or anything like that. Would it be beneficial for us to stick around for a while. That's something for you guys to discuss. He's asking you. I'm asking Pedro. Are you asking Pedro? Um, uh, he asks you, are you any good at, have you ever built a settlement? Have you ever built a house with, with your hands? Anything? Yeah. I can carry Maybe. things. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. And he kind of studies the N-word. He's like, mm, you can carry stuff. I have seen this. <laughs> Don't be trying to get out of this trip now, Yenward. <laughs> <laughs> I could, because, wow, man, all this stuff is, I, I mean, things are just so busy right now. Um, I have to wash my hair. <laughs> uh, uh, he says, um, uh, well, we, we seem to have a, a lot of people to house and find roofs for, but uh, a, a lot of these people are able-bodied and can help with construction too. So it it should balance out. Uh, we can have these people stay with with families here for now, and they can they can camp out in the in the dining hall and the inn. Uh, and in a few weeks' time, we should have these people some homes. Okay. Well, I will start walking around, and uh, I'll kind of see if anybody's hurt. I could heal them or something. So I'll go. I'll, I'll just go do that for a little bit. Okay, cool. Good man. Uh, uh, Mal- the- Malchus asks Lord Pedreg if um, if it would help if he could provide some money for any unexpected expenses. 
Um, uh, Pedrick said that it's, it, uh, he says, um, uh, this is mostly about resources. We have, we have all the wood we need. We have, we have the tools and we have people. This is just about time more than finance, but thank you very much for the offer. Uh, the entire time, Bree is kind of tugging on your on your cloak, just constantly tugging, just just doing that thing kids do where everything they say should be the center of your attention. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, we saw a cow on the way up, and it, it, it just that kind of thing, just constantly. Malchus uh, Malchus scoops her up and puts her on his shoulders and tells her to hold on to the horns, <laughs> and then uh-huh. so that that he can keep her, you know. Bounced. Somewhere where she's not going to get lost. He just yep. keeps her right up on top of his shoulders. Which is the only way to ensure that that little girl is not going to go get lost. Hey, Dr- hey Draconis, <laughs> put her. you know what would be funny is if you put her on Yenward. Seems to be here for people to rock. Just imagine a minotaur <laughs> like, holding a little girl. Yeah, just, that'd be just, funny. Look at the stain on his face. <laughs> A fucking monkey. I'll dance. So which one? <laughs> He's carried his he drunken starts... friends out of bars. I don't really like. Why would the little girl be that to big? himself? Like, I'm bad. Had uh, had uh, Bria, did, did, Was Yenward? Excuse me. Was Yenward in the party when uh, when we yes, met so Brianna? I was at the party when you saved her the second time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So she's yeah. She knows him and everything, but it's yeah. Uh, not the same kind of connection she has with Malchus for, you know, whatever reason. She doesn't know Draconist, does she? Nope. Uh, no, but... I have no idea who this kid is. <laughs> Smile at her with your scary dragon face. Draconist is just, like, grimacing at her. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> I'm not yeah, okay, impressed okay. with this kid. Malchus, uh, Malchus kind of walks over, uh, he's, like, just showing her around the town and, and saying, you know, oh, this is where you're gonna live, and, and so on and so forth, and, uh, and he says, oh, and this is our new friend, Draconis. Draconis, this is Brianna. All right, Draconis kind of like just looks down, glances down, kind of, uh, kind of gives a little grumble and uh, walks off. <laughs> He's I kill people on time. For <laughs> Mal- Malchus just kind of blinks for a moment, and then he uh, look. He kind of looks looks sideways up at Brianna on his shoulders and says, "He's adjusting." Uh, He's a fucking let's go. Murderer. Let's go say hi to Yenward. <laughs> <laughs> I want uh, right now. Everyone, roll a perception check, please. Naked Ex- people everywhere, except yeah. Draconis. Everyone except Draconis, roll okay. a perception check. We haven't played this in a while. Tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't rolled a die before. How do I do this? How do I roll dice? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's under your skills. Skills. It's under the skills tab, then look up perception and add that a, number to I got a 12, my passive is 18. Can I just use that? And we roll a d10? 20. D20. Uh, d20. Always a d20 for checks. Okay. Oh my god, I got a 21. Oh! I am the perception god. Uh, we are god. tied for perception god, sir. <laughs> I rolled a 9. You can tell me anything you want. <laughs> um, oh my god, we got the exact same number. We're we're blood brothers. We're, we're perception. We're perception twins. <laughs> I've done this for. I'm kind of confused on what's happening right now. Okay, Look. you don't need to roll a check. You're yes. you're good. So what's going to happen is right now, um, 
in, in all this hustle and bustle, there's people moving to and fro, there's stuff happening. And, and if the marketplace was busy before, it's really busy now, because it's a long walk from where they were. People are, people are getting something to drink, they're, they're conversing with new people. There's just kind of a nice big meet and greet going on. And uh, what happens is uh, Ironhide, Malchus, and Rodswell... Look across this this large courtyard, this large uh, uh, open uh, plain here, yeah. and they see uh, they 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 see Draconis sidled up next to this dark alley, talking to uh, uh, talking to a man with this large brimmed hat, and he's kind of got it pulled over his face. Uh, and the man is is in the alley, whereas Draconis is kind of like kind of in front of it, just kind of being nonchalant. And you three very clearly see Draconis hand this man a sack of money, and the man hand him uh, a small brown paper bag. And Draconis Shit. stuffs it into his his robes, and then just kind of does the... And, and wanders off. Shit. Now, uh, do we notice that we notice like do i know that malchus knows it or is this um this is the kind of thing where you're all doing the meet and greet thing and you each individually look over and 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 see it whether you guys choose to like make eye contact afterwards like hey anyone see that shit like that kind of thing <laughs> totally. i totally do that i look straight at okay. malchus and i'm you do that uh, wide-eyed like you you're saying it with your eyes like this motherfucker like yeah while malchus is point and scream Tickling Bree, I... I. <laughs> you do the invasion of the body snatchers, but... <laughs> but <laughs> and we can both tell Ironhide knows because he just has his, like, death stare. At uh, yeah, but I, I look over at Malchus, and I motion towards it, and, uh... Yeah, Malchus, uh, Malchus kind of raises an eyebrow and nods. Uh, he's, he's Yeah, he gets it, too. Uh, and just as you guys are looking at each other, Lord Patrick kind of comes up and and he slaps both uh, uh, Yenward and and uh, sorry Yenward and Rodswell on the back, and he's telling you all about a huge celebration dinner they're going to be having uh, this mm. evening. And while there's a lot more people to cook for, uh, it, it's it's going to be in your honor because love celebrations. <laughs> I, uh, How many minutes or How did you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Yinward is 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 visually very excited. Uh, I <laughs> uh, my mind seems to be on other things, but I, I thank him and nod politely. Uh, do you guys want to do anything before we kind of advance to the the this big banquet dinner thing? Well, I think we should talk about what we just saw. So in this, uh, Draconis is ready to go to the banquet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. Well, well, first he has to go to the bathroom, and then he'll be ready to go to the banquet. <laughs> so energetic. Ready for the banquet, you guys? <laughs> I just can't stop dancing. This is really good <laughs> let's eat, guys. Let's do this shit. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> let's go north. Yeah, let's go north. <laughs> you guys cool? Am I cool? Fuck that cool. Uh, uh, Malchus, uh, if if Lord Pedreg, uh leaves um, Rodswell and Ironhide uh, alone, uh, 
since Malchus saw that the two of them saw it too, he says, um, do, do we want to talk to the rest of the party about this? Say so we confront him, like by himself, give him a chance to explain himself. Uh, I think this is something that we should bring up as a group, because I think it's something that could affect the entire group. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I think there's, we're three, there's three people, so it will not, you know, it shouldn't be a tie. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just really amused that Malchus keeps getting deciding votes on issues. Um, uh, Malchus, uh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I will say this, Malchus. Um, you, uh, you backed me. Uh, earlier when we were talking about going north you were level headed in that situation and uh, I, I, at this point in time I tend to trust your judgment so actually considering the case considering that three of us are already in on this uh, if we're going to confront him as a group anyway we may as well put everybody in we may as well bring the entire party it's only Edward and Oral anyway right I mean that's <clears throat> right I mean, we're just it would it would be one thing if if there was some greater level of privacy and fewer of us knew. But if I mean if it's going to be the three of us, we may as well not split ourselves into three factions. Okay. Uh, uh, Bree is still on your shoulders at this point. <laughs> She's kind of she knows she gets bored with the conversation and uh, just kind of like Malchus. Malchus just realizes that and he goes, um, Bree, earmuffs. <laughs> While it's too late. She lets the horns go and just falls off. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess then we 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 bring in Edward and Thoral and kind of catch them up to speed on what's going on. While you're doing that, Malchus, uh, Malchus goes back to um, Bree's father's name is Martin. somebody fill Martin. 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 Thank you. Martin. Thank you. Uh, Bree, uh, he he tells he tells Bree uh, to get ready for a big big dinner tonight with her father, and uh, and he'll see her later tonight. Um, God damn it, Tom! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can we tell everybody what that was? Because that's so good. That's um, uh, <laughs> Jake had to run for just two seconds, and he'll be right back. <laughs> He's telling us that trying to be a professional podcaster in Skype, and Tom says, "Get him quick! He's flushing the stuff." <laughs> I told um, you guys to know I didn't do it. Okay. And now you can't prove anything. Whatever crime I commit, I swear <laughs> I didn't do it. Uh, so uh, Martin takes Bree, and they head off. Uh, actually, a lot of people are are getting ready for this. Pedro's gathering people, and and. The, everyone's starting to line up near the, the banquet hall. A lot of people have went in and they're finding seats. They're uh, they're they're trying to find extra chairs and tables. Some people are just sitting on the floor. They're, so that's that. Everyone's pretty much funneling towards the the banquet hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys got a lot of the courtyard to yourselves now. There's a lot of places where you can have a private conversation. Uh, seems like the time then, right? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> All right, we're gonna roll for initiative now. We're gonna fight him. <laughs> you know what you did. Roll for intervention. 
Uh, okay, so just to make it clear, we've we've already talked to Thorl and Yenward. This is, yeah, okay. That was off screen. <laughs> okay, uh, so you've caught them up, and now, how would you guys like to handle the situation? Just confront him. Just I tell like him that back we to the sneak. <laughs> just, just, I mean, just tell him that we know exactly. Like we've seen some shady stuff going on. We just want to know: is everything okay? And what's in that bag? <laughs> I am very interested in what's in the bag. That's what you guys. Is that what you guys are asking me right now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I, I feel like Ironhide took the took the horns here. Let's <laughs> yeah. Let's see what happens. I'm I'm good with this. Now. What bag are you talking about? Draconis. The bag we found in your sock drawer. You know what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're not mad, we're just disappointed. Okay. <laughs> Draconis, here are your two options. God's talking to me. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, you, can, you can tell them the truth. Okay, yes. Or yes. you can roll a bluff check. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Can we not see what the result is? This is this is more like if he rolls a certain amount, you're just going to... I mean, this is going to be... He's lying so well that you're just going to take it as fact. Well, I, I, take it, I take it if he succeeds, he just comes up with an explanation that we reasonably buy. Is right. that what you're saying? Right. So I can still lie to him, uh-huh. but they'll know I'm lying, basically, is what you're telling me. If you or roll you a low bluff us- check, yes. Not saying that I'm not going to lie, by the way. I'm just wanting to put that out there. <laughs> Alright, who's got the highest passive insight among us? Because that's what he'll be rolling against. Uh, my f- passive insight is 23. What? Yes! Wait, I thought it was 18. No, my passive perception is 18. My passive insight is 23. God, look at his souls. <laughs> that means Duncan was a drug addict when he was younger, and he could see right through your lies. Dude, you need to roll an 18. That's canon now. No, he needs to roll a 23. No, I'm saying, like, he has a perception, uh, uh, a bluff of five. He needs to roll a uh, 18. No, he needs... Oh, yeah, okay, yes, you're right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to roll a perfect roll. It's up to you, or you can come clean and talk to him about... I need to roll a 20 plus five, correct? Is that what I'm <laughs> yes. doing here? Yes, <laughs> you do. Rodswell Joy Batum, lie detector. Oh, oh so does that? What does that mean when tie? I don't know what that means. Fucking lied to us. Thanks. The, the roller wins. The roller, the roller wins. wins. So, oh right. You can okay. tell them anything now, and they'll go. Oh, okay. Go ahead. It tastes delicious. <laughs> really? It's okay. First of all, first of all, what bag are you talking about? I don't think he has a bag, guys. Yeah, I think you're right. I didn't. See, I, I, I thought I saw a bag, but I guess I didn't see a bag. I guess. I, I, I don't I don't think he can fabricate new realities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I didn't know. Like, okay, okay. First of all, okay, no. All right. So you're asking you're asking what we saw. Yes, I wanted to do that before, like we went into like straight straight going into it. But oh, you can roll again then if you want. Was, no, 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 no. I was going to see like at least got away. First of all, I would not take that chance. I. Would. All right. I'm just going to tell you right now. Uh, what's in the bag is private. Okay. I've done some. Uh, I've done some work for somebody. And first of all, uh, you got, um, okay. You can tell them as much, listen, yes. hold on, this is spotlight, okay. this is spotlight Jake time, hold on. You can tell them as much or as little as you want, you can tell them it's oregano. But they don't know, oh, I, what, they don't oh, know what I'm oregano. Wait, I have a question real quick. Can I roll my insight instead? No. You're crazy. No, no that's, that's crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. That crazy. You're crazy. I don't know, first of all, um. Wait, seriously, is that a no? I'm sorry. That's a no. Just... Okay. <laughs> Uh, what you guys saw the other day was a private matter, okay? That was a few minutes ago, but yes, go ahead. <laughs> okay. What you guys saw just a couple minutes ago was a private matter. 
I had a deal worked out with somebody, okay? It's nothing to worry about. It doesn't affect any single person in this party. All right? So nobody... So it doesn't affect you at all? Hey, look, it does... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shut your pretty mouth. You're questioning me. You got to believe. You got you to gotta go with this. So basically, uh, yes, I did, I did something for somebody. And I'm resolved. I'm, I'm handling the... Uh, I'm handling the, uh, I don't want to say that, but I'm going to say, you know what? Hey, Jake. I did something for someone, and I received... Say a- it's dragon food or something. <laughs> dude, you can... Guilty as shit. <laughs> you couldn't... Dude, Jake, you couldn't sound more guilty. <laughs> At this point, are you sure I can't roll it inside yet? <laughs> I'd be more suspicious. You beat hey, them man, in the you roll. You roll five. You're beating them in the roll, and you're convincing me you're guilty. Just... Just... <laughs> Draconis, as long as you promise you're not going to die, I'll believe you. Hey, <laughs> tell him it's baking powder, did, dude. Just no, no I'm not going to do that. I'm. This is for the group, okay? I did a job for somebody, and I handled a payment. That's it. That's all you need to know. It doesn't affect anybody. It was a private matter. It but you no, paid him. You hey, you don't uh, no. You don't know there was money in the fucking sack. Hey, no, you paid him money, and he gave you a bag. That's what we saw. Yeah. Don't trade him. <laughs> Disregarding the fuck out of his role. <laughs> Did you guys not see the 23 that's on the board? <laughs> no, but you can't make up a new reality. We already said Okay, okay. Yeah. Listen, okay. All okay. you have to say is something like, oh, it's something for the party. It's special. Sure, like, I said. So what, so what, what, you're say, what you're saying, Draconis, is that you were freelancing. <laughs> say yes. Yes, that is, I, I, that is exactly what I said. Yeah, no, it is. I said I, I did. I handled something for someone, and I received a payment for it. But you, yeah, know, thank you, sir. I he, you no, gave he said money. He's so he okay. Hold, hold on, hold on, everybody, hold on. I, hold he's on. so sweating right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're not, are you wearing a wire, Jake? Are you fucking wearing a wire right now? <laughs> Listen, he said I handed a sack of money or whatever it was. Nobody knows what was in the sack. How do you guys know there was money in the sack? Okay, if you did somebody a favor, why did you give him something and he gave you something? Collected something from somebody. For somebody and gave it to him for payment. Wait, what's the money in a sack? Because when I was explained, it was just that you handed them money and they handed you a bag. He had a no, sack Jason full of said money. He gave him a sack of gold. Right, like a like a like a coin pouch type of thing. Yeah, he said a pouch. Yes, he said a pouch. He handed him a, okay. a pouch with money in it or whatever he said. I don't know the exact word, but I heard pouch. Yes. Well, basically, what I was going with is nobody's seen what was in either bag, so nobody knows what's been exchanged here. Right. So I did something for somebody. It was a private matter. It doesn't affect anyone in the group. You do not have to worry about it. I was, yes, if you want to use freelancing, I was freelancing. And the payment's been made, and I'm ready to go. Okay, now my, my question to Jason, in this situation, since he didn't actually answer and say what it was, even though we believe him, we still can be suspicious, correct? I mean, yeah. I mean, you could be suspicious about what was in the bag, but like... It was a payment. I said it was right, a payment. Uh, right, right. But it, it could have been a payment of black tar heroin. They don't know. Yeah. What I'm saying is... <laughs> like, what well, I'm saying is... What I'm saying is this. Like, he was convincing in that... In that 15-minute spiel. He was convincing in that... <laughs> you don't need to worry. Like, it doesn't... It's not a bad thing and it won't affect you, I guess. That would be the bluff. Okay. That's okay. I just wanted to clarify what the That's the truth. What are you talking about? I don't understand that. Also, Jake is in witness protection. <laughs> he ratted out the mob. Because my thing is that even though, yes, I understand that I, I kind of believe what he said, this whole conversation has made me way more suspicious of him 
Yeah, I know. I know. Every like other he, aspect of the world. <laughs> as Jake is a person, I'm suspicious yeah, of now. <laughs> Can I not believe him on the fa- on the purpose that he killed people? I rolled twenty three. I rolled twenty three. He's really good at lying, Justin. Apparently, so you're a liar and a thief. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I just wanted to make sure that it, if it helps you to imagine that Draconis was actually smoother in the delivery, then yeah, just like. Malchus just says, oh, you didn't strike me as so entrepreneurial. Okay. And then he like says, well, guy. my chap, I, I am. And he, that, that, like, he's, like, he's super well, suave. See, and, he's super suave in the D&D verse. In, hey, in, you, hey, my weakness, you know. Hey, let's do it. And then Malchus goes on to say, <laughs> can we please go to this ball? We've got this weight decision on our minds to go north. We're okay. we're all a little stressed out. Let's go just relax at this banquet. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> no, this is, uh, your dice roll earned Malchus's reaction, so that's what that's what yes. you get. It's all so, yeah. Trust me, it wasn't your words. It's all in the dice. <laughs> Draconis all- is drenched in sweat as you head to <laughs> the banquet. Clean your fucking self up. I got this swamp ass going right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people at home, take a drink every time Jake says, hey, hey, listen, I, hey, let's shut up! Or how about, let's do this. <laughs> Try to put my point down. Let's do this. Let's take a bump. Let's do this, guys, come on! Every time Draconis, like, wipes his nose and sniffles, Malchus says you really gotta get those allergies looked at, as, as opposed to, you know, concern at what he might be inhaling. <laughs> Whew. But hey, so. before, before we leave, I want to, uh, like, before we leave the courtyard, I want to thank everybody for their, uh, for their understanding on that situation. <laughs> I don't understand what happened at all. <laughs> <laughs> a freelance payment. No, no, no. We don't need to go into the explanation again. Let's just... <laughs> just that's, 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 what, yeah. that's what it was. That's what my bluff was, a freelance payment. There you go. Yenward heads to the ceremony, the, to the celebration. Good. good he's bored of this. <laughs> I imagine Yenward walking off halfway through that winded explanation. Of what... I pray. Uh, I want to see you later. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, that was a good roll. Yes, and that it... we will never get back. Too bad, Dan disregarded it. <laughs> he did. Dan kept pressing. I know. <laughs> well, because because Rob said he can't change reality. That was the reason. <laughs> I know. I know. I heard pouch. I heard pouch. That's why. I, that's what I went with. You guys saw balloons and kittens. Don't. don't. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right, but I want to pet the kitten later. <laughs> you got a promise. What kitten? <laughs> you talking about fucking kittens? Like immediately, uh, he goes right back on it. I think. Um, I think the confusion came from the words "coin pouch" without there being like necess- Like actually, we wouldn't know what was inside of the pouch. It may be a pouch yeah. typically used for. You know, I typically... think the confusion is Jake is doing coke in real life. <laughs> Let's, Let's do this. this. Let's talk about. Let's do this is going to be on his tombstone. Like I'm telling you, he is Jack. Also, a pa- uh, just just a sack of cocaine. Let's do this. Here lies Jake White. Let's do this. Uh, so, a few minutes later, uh, in the banquet hall, you guys have uh, have a table. Uh, nearest the, uh, the the front of the hall, it's it's kind of a place where everyone can you know, uh, like important people that like Tally is there and and Lord Pedrig and you guys and and uh, a couple of their honored guests. So, um, 
<clears throat> this is an obscene amount of food, which is not something Winter Haven's known for, but this uh, this is a huge celebration. They're 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 incredibly happy to have you back and they want to they want to send you guys off right. So this is while while you guys are freezing your ass off in the north, they want you to remember this this warm night in Winter Haven where you guys are eating your uh, eating, eating, stuffing yourselves to the gills with like chicken, like big roasted chickens and things like that. So, um, uh, towards the end of the meal, Lord Pedrig stands up and, and he proposes a toast in your honor. Uh, and he says, uh, I think I speak for everyone here when I wish you nothing but the best of luck and a safe return from your journey in the north. And everyone kind of agrees with it and lifts their glass. You're here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, later that evening, uh, the evening's kind of winding down, and, and people are either going to their rooms or, or uh, finding places to bunk. A lot of the, the displaced refugees from Overdale are, are either kind of curling up on the floor of the, the banquet hall or staying with families, uh, local families. Um, Thoral. <laughs> oh, if you thought that last segment was, was awkward. No. Uh, so Thoral is taking a bump of coke. Real quick, for, can- <laughs> for canon reason, was Bottomless Pit of Joy playing at the banquet? Uh, sure. You know what? They, they, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I like knowing that. Bottomless Joy was there. That's, that's... I'm just thinking about what that would sound like. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> probably Bon Jovi, I would guess. Probably. <laughs> Live it on so the going to have to write a wiki page on Bottomless Joy. Th- yep. That's what I'm saying. Every time we make something and then, like, coked up Draconis is going in. It's, <laughs> I mean, we need... That the last time there was a banquet. Uh, I no, I think they uh, they talked about them like touring and and stuff. So I mean, like, yeah, this is yeah, this would be the first appearance of them in like Winter Haven while you guys are present. Thoral is hanging out in his uh, his his little attic room and reading, and uh, there's kind of a ladder that leads up into the attic. Uh, and uh, Thor hears someone climbing up and then gives, like, uh, this delicate knock. Uh, and it's Talia Pedrig, who uh, gently says, Am I interrupting? No, feel free to come in. And she ascends the rest of the, uh, the, the ladder and sits next to Thoral on the bed, who is just kind of curled up reading. So she kind of plunks herself uh, down uh, next to him. Uh, and she says, I, I, I didn't want to interrupt, but I... And she pauses. Everyone still here? dead for a second. Yeah, what happened with that? I don't know. It happened earlier, too. It's only a second time. Fucking Skype. <laughs> Back into it. Back in the game. Let's go. Yeah, hold on one second. I want to make sure that everyone's connected, because... Okay, cool. 
Ruin the immersion. <laughs> I lost that photo. <laughs> oh, you'll get it back. Still got mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a Coke boner. That's not. Yeah, it's gonna be a pure <laughs> Coke. Uh, so she's sitting next to Thoral, and she says, uh, I, I, "I just wanted to make sure that I, I, I personally wished you luck before you you head off tomorrow." And then she she kind of like reaches down and and uh, oh. wraps her hand around yours. You know, it's going to be a long, cold journey up there. And uh, just trying to enjoy this this final warm night that I have here in town. Uh, And uh, she gives your hand a squeeze. And she says, I... And she hesitates again. Like, she doesn't know if she's supposed to be... Like, she doesn't know if she wants to say this. I've wanted to say this to you for some time, but it never seemed like the right time, and now I... I feel like I have to say it before I may not get a chance to. Yes? I've had feelings for you ever since you rescued me. I... I wish you'd stay here with me, but I... I I, I know you have a quest to complete. I have to. It's... It's my duty. It's my duty to my to my group. I've been with them for so long and I can't I can't leave them behind. The only the only thing I regret is the possibility of dying. And uh she reaches up and kind of uh brushes some hair out of your face. I know a lot of people may look at you and see a monster, but I see that same sweet boy who rescued me many months ago. And she plants a tender kiss on your lips. You know, ever since I've turned into... <laughs> Sorry. Keep it sexy, man. Come on, I'm stay trying. with me. God damn it. I gotta stop looking at the Skype chat. Um, Don't look at the Skype chat. <laughs> I'm not... That's the first rule of Fight Club. Don't look at the Skype chat. <laughs> Okay. Turn my air conditioning down. Man, this is... My bad. I'll, I'll stop typing. I'll stop typing. It's getting hot. I won't. <laughs> I won't. Come on, Tyler. It's a, it's a, you know, on. ever since I've turned into a vampire, society just hasn't accepted me. I'll accept you. Doral stands up, removes all of his robes, stands in front of her stark naked and says, Will you accept this? And then Endless Love starts playing. As no, this is all. (laughs) And then the camera uh, does that classy movie thing where they they pan out the window. We don't get any Thoral ass in the shot. Uh, And plus six to thrust. Uh, as 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 the curtains kind of billow, the 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 heavy uh, the the pelts and things he has in the window kind of billows, and and we leave them to their night of passion before you guys take off in the morning. Thor so, rolls, rolls a stamina check. 
Oh my god! I yeah. That, let me read the Skype chat now that I that that last I hit that last bit out of the park. I feel that was nice. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is it, is it canon that Draconis was under the bed? <laughs> <laughs> I just picture like a dragon board, just like a bed sitting on top of a. He's trying to hide underneath. So, and the, the best part, I'm imagining he doesn't even mean to be there. Like he just like did a line of his dragonborn coke and fell asleep <laughs> under under Thoral's bed. But he's bigger than the bed, so the bed is resting on his back, and he's it's just totally like... lopsided. And then it's just really awkward when he wakes up, and he's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> but, like, he was sneaking around in Thoral's room, and somebody came in, so he just, like, ran under the bed real quick. <laughs> oh, yes. Comedy of characters. That was good. Um, does any, on that note, does anyone want to take a minute to get a drink? Or, uh, or <laughs> get towel. Or clean up. <laughs> I'll go, I'm going to go clean the sock. I'll be right back. <laughs> clean the old dirty sock. Oh, wow. Tyler, yes. Hats off to you, sir. I'm good. <laughs> That's the kind of quality people expect in the number one D and D podcast on <laughs> iTunes. The, th- the thing that's just getting me is like in the episode that we had to scrap. This is like a complete alternate reality now. Yep. Yep. Totally different. This is where like smooth for uh, Thor lives, and and like... somebody has an eye patch over their eye though. Someone's got to be evil. I'm guessing it's Jake. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's a murdering drug lord. I rolled my 23. It's all I got. <laughs> God, that was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Takes off all his robes. Did you accept this? That fucking line, dude. <laughs> so, like, you took something that was tender and made it just dirty. And <laughs> thing. There's, no, there's no room for interpretation. As to <laughs> the only way that could have went better, she's like, ew, you fuck, I'm trying to be sweet about this. and <laughs> I hope none of my work buddies fucking... <laughs> Man, because this is like I talk about D and D a lot, and they're like, "Oh, you play? What, what's that like?" And I'm like, "Oh man, it's really cool." Now we do this podcast. Now, now I'm fucking scared that this is the episode they'll listen to, <laughs> and it's like, "Well, I have to move and change my name." <laughs> so just started. Oh, well, I the got rest of it was all set up anyway. <laughs> I got I got a couple of work buddies that listens to all the shows on the network now, and then uh, I get a couple of close like well, I got one of my real close friends that listens to my show specifically <laughs> every week. We teased this on Wrestling Randomness, and now I feel like the people got their money's worth. I feel like <laughs> people are gonna, like, we... <laughs> wow. I cannot wait for this to go live. I... <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad Malchus has a relationship with, like, a small child, like a, like a potential <laughs> relationship. And let that be a lesson to anyone else who who decides to get into a relationship. That you're going to roll for the bull man that nobody will have. <laughs> See, I took a girlfriend that got killed, so I did it right. I did it right. She got stabbed right in the back. Everything about you is shady, too. Like, if you know, <laughs> hey, like I didn't stab her. You didn't go to her funeral. True. I, hey, I was broken up. I was broken up. 
Everything about you is like a plausible explanation wrapped in some sort of grime. Like, I just don't... It's like, yeah, I guess that's true, but still. like, And that's why I like it. <laughs> <clears throat> he says he's clean, I have to believe him. Yeah, that's right. 23 stands. <laughs> 23? <laughs> I think the thing that got Dan the most was that it was so completely unlikely. He was like, yeah, yeah, roll your bluff check. Go ahead, roll it. <laughs> and then bam! He didn't want that to be the... It's like, fuck that. No, seriously, I'm going to keep asking questions. Well, to be fair, I didn't do the best on delivering the uh, the thing either, so... Well, no. Hey, hey man, I'm just... <laughs> I'm hey. just saying. Hey, 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 listen. Just listen. Yeah, listen. Yeah, do it. Gotta do it right. Shush, 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 shush. Shush, shush, I do like the fact that Dan's like, can I roll? Can I roll instead of use my... Pa-? It's like, you already elected... This the, guy the, is such a villain. <laughs> Your passive is the one that stands in this situation. <clears throat> I have a feeling I will be killed soon. I will be killed. That's my. <laughs> the thing that's getting me now is, yeah, in the, you know, the viewers can't see it, but in the Skype chat, I had to step away for a moment. And I was like, oh, good, Thoral's doing a scene alone. I can step away and take care of what I need to take care of. And now I'm gonna have to go like listen to the episode. Just yes, to see, yes, like, how much exactly of that did you miss? How this was delivered. He missed all of it. Oh. I, I, I came back in time for the disrobing. <laughs> that was the coup de grace, but there was some, Class. there was some, there was some classy foreplay leading up to that. I'll have you know. Okay, are, are we like, is, is this like emo vampire foreplay, or like, or like dude bro foreplay? No, this was this was Tyler going straight for it. There was no um, bare hairy chest laid yeah. out in front of a fire. <laughs> like I picture like a shirtless Thoral, just like like sprawled out like Playgirl style almost, but with pants, just like reading in the moonlight, glistening. It's like. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. <laughs> Come in. I'm just imagining it like, okay, so here's how Thor reacts. I know we didn't go over this, but he was wearing track pants, so he just, like, rips them up. <laughs> <laughs> like, this was, the, like, if he was Hugh Grant in the last episode, that didn't make air. Like, this was, like, total, like, oh, hi. Like, super smooth. That was, it's Thor like, may like, come in. If I have anything to do with it. <laughs> From now on, everyone that every female that Thoral meets need to, needs to have like a James Bond girl name instead of what like a normal name. <laughs> Labia Galore. <laughs> Labia Galore. I like that Dan asked, "Was that scripted?" Like we, me and you worked on that. We workshopped that all week. <laughs> Practiced their lines together for hours. Totally did. It was that Sorry. I explained to my wife why I had a raging boner. <laughs> <laughs> Would you accept this? God damn it. <laughs> you know we're going to lose the army now, right? Check to make that stick. <laughs> I don't know. You might lose lonely over there in Afghanistan. I was about to say, I don't know if you're, that's true. Yeah, we might get a couple more. Hey, to show that we're, uh, to show that we, uh, might we, get him we're killed not. He dies from laughter. To show that we're not homophobic, one of us should be gay. I vote Justin. <laughs> a gay, a gay warforged. Robots can't be gay. That's a thing. I like. I, I imagine that dude like, like talking to his army buddies. He's like, oh man, these are really funny dudes, and they do that's the thing. But don't get the wrong impression. They're not geeks, man. They really, they just happen to. And then it just cut to me and fucking like. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. <laughs> we it was that my voice. Hi. Hi. 
Let me just we take this back and we'll get to business. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know what? That was for, that was for the boys overseas. That was uh, that was. <laughs> was it? Well, something <laughs> the boys who rock. Yeah, they, they don't have a Marilyn Monroe anymore. They need. They need, <laughs> they need, they need a Tyler. They need a Tyler Wilson. Wait, they don't have a Marilyn Monroe anymore, so they need Jason's lady voice. I feel like that's the <laughs> wrong way to complete this Mad Lib. It's me through it, Robert. <laughs> Birthday. <laughs> oh my god. Mr. Wilson. <laughs> Malchus sets out that very night. He just walks out the gate. <laughs> I was never, never coming back. Hey, Thoreau, I want to run over these maps. Like, <gasps> if, if he can possibly get any more north, he, he does. <laughs> Malchus walks in on it. Like, just. <laughs> Hey, that shit with Draconis is really weird. Oh, sh- oh God. <laughs> wait, wait, why is Draconis under the bed now? <laughs> Draconis says, hey, 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 sh- hey, hey, hey. Let's do this. Let's do this, guys. Let's do this, Please, someone. Wow, now I- that this has become a sitcom. Uh- <laughs> it's become an episode yeah. of Three's Company. <laughs> this is two and a half men. This is like. <laughs> oh, come on. We have more class than that. Now, I'm, I'm imagining the next scene being, like, Thor walking down into, like, you know, the main room the next day, and Malchus just constantly, accidentally having Freudian slips and replacing replacing words with dirty words. <laughs> you pass me the cock and Pass me the cock. A bunch of maps, and then he just, like, drops them as he's just, like, just slack judges. Oh. Okay, guys, so we're going vampire penis. I mean, the north. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That should also answer the question of anyone who, uh, on the Facebook page, was asking if uh, vampires can have sex. No, didn't. Tyler keeps his mouth. Didn't answer anything. (laughs) (laughs) You just saw the curtain blow. We don't know what's going on. Tyler, let's get back in there. Come on. Let's let's give the show. (laughs) Cut to vagina. uh... (laughs) Oh, my word. It is. Let's give a shout out to some first timers here today. <laughs> first time listeners. We've lost they, They're probably really lost if they're first time listeners. Chase and are gone. I was, yes. I'd like to apologize for it. Our... listeners that we just lose. I don't know. I don't know. I thought we did that they... pretty classy. I... The only thing we were missing was romance, and I think we just nailed it. I think it was kind of it was kind of classy and romantic until Tyler whipped out his dick and said, Can you accept it? <laughs> Can you handle it? Ty's been waiting two weeks to use that line. Yes. Like, <laughs> this is like Touch he's surprised. A fully clothed party of adventurers awaits adventure at the gate. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Sorry, I just I picture Tyler in his shower. It's like that's what I should have said. <laughs> yep, it's like on our way back where she's like. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on Earth 2... <laughs> so, you guys don't know that anything would have happened between... Except uh, Draconis. <laughs> was not under the bed. That is not canon. That's not... Yeah, that was, you would notice an eight-foot dragonborn under the bed. That just... <laughs> you just would. Tyler's walking around the end asking people to smell his fingers. Oh. Now we've lost our female listenership. There we go. <laughs> I can hear them tuning out. Dude, check this out. One star. <laughs> okay. 
Your pussy snake offended me. I quit your stupid podcast. God. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> and that's when Yen Word meets a female Minotaur. <laughs> oh. oh no, she's a little too happy for me, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> if Yen were a female Yenitar, Minotaur, there'd be none of that. It would just be like, bong, bong, bong. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next day, uh, it's... Take it's... you out to pasture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think we just ruined the episode, Tyler. I don't, I don't think we... I don't know if we can... Stop. <laughs> Tom made of gold right now. We can't stop him. He's the patron. <laughs> uh, the next day, uh, you guys are at the front gates, and the uh, Lord Pedreg and Talia and uh, everyone is there to send you off. Uh, they've given you tons of thick furs. Um, I assume you're taking horses. Or did you yep. want to not take horses based on the fact that they will freeze to death at a certain point? I don't want to that's, be responsible for a dead horse. That's actually why I want to take my horse. So I <laughs> out of spite. Draconis, okay, Draconis will take a horse. <laughs> All you right. Monster. You heard <laughs> you my thick fur last night. I gotta eat too. Ah. <laughs> Good night, folks. Good show. Good show. Cut to Yakko saying Good night, everybody. <laughs> You know, the, you know what the worst part is for me, right? Because I, I, I got up during that scene. I prepared a corn dog during that scene. Nice. <laughs> you Tyler, will enjoy just it. Mute your mic. Just, you can make the jokes. Just mute your mic so we can Oh, <laughs> uh, Rob, you're in for a treat. <clears throat> okay. We're 12 years old. Come on, guys. <laughs> Tyler just had virtual sex with me. That's nothing to be... Uh, so... Oh, you uh, just gave it form, Jason. Uh, well, that's... I'll cut it out. Don't worry about that. Just okay. This is a Yahoo chat room brought to life. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you are... They've, they've given you <clears throat> uh, climbing picks and big, heavy furs. So you, you guys have... Uh, I'd, I'd like to reiterate before we go out to the Icy Tundra that I, I, I did buy the Boots of Equilibrium. Yeah, I, it's in your character. So sheet. I don't need a horse. You do not need a horse. Um, <clears throat> I would also like to reiterate that I never promised Yenward wouldn't die. <laughs> Duly noted. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you guys are getting ready to start your adventure, and uh, Pedrig walks up to each one of you and gives you one of those big manly handshakes, one of those big wrist handshakes, just the kind of handshake that uh, both fills you with confidence and... Uh, later upon hindsight will kind of reek of I may never see that person again that kind of handshake uh, and Talia walks up to each one of you and, and shakes your hand <clears throat> uh, until she gets to Thoral uh, and she kind of leans in and tenderly hugs him and kisses him on the cheek uh, Brianna what does Pedro do with that situation I'm just curious um, he kind of looks he kind of he kind of gives a knowing look uh, to Talia, which is much warmer than the look he gives to Thoral. Curses up a storm. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. When, 
When Malchus sees that, he just kind of looks over at Thoral, raises his eyebrows, and gives him one of those, yeah, all right, nods. I, I refrain from giving her ass a squeeze. <laughs> Duly noted. Um, <laughs> I think Talia caught a stabbing last night, you guys. <laughs> we were almost back on track. We, we were. were so there. close. So, so close. Once we get out of town, I think we'll be okay. Okay, Bree, Bree, come on, Bree. Uh, I almost feel dirty bringing up Brianna now. <sighs> Brianna, who I will remind you, is nine years old. <laughs> uh, runs uh, from the thicket of people uh, and wraps her arms around Malchus again uh, and screams, Malky! Um... She she is you know kind of sad to see you go of course and she like doesn't get why you know it's like well why not just stay just well then just stay how about well, you'll stay and it's settled so Brianna, she, my my okay, friends and I have to go uh, have to go solve some business in the north we're going to go on a great adventure I'll make sure to bring you something and she kind of smiles at that uh, and she nods her head and says okay he ruffles her hair. Uh, and she giggles and runs back to Martin. Um, at this point, everyone is just kind of doing the murmur, like, oh, good luck, you know, all that. And you guys turn and walk out of the front gates of Winterhaven. <sighs> Yenward gives one more last look. <laughs> <laughs> Malchus gives a knowing glance, or <laughs> Roswell gives a knowing glance over at Malchus and raises an eyebrow and goes, all right. <laughs> that took two seconds, dude. <laughs> you're the worst person. Did you know that? The I awards know. just were. The, you're the worst person. That's. No. I think so. I take pride in it. <laughs> <sighs> Number one, Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Number one. Number one. <laughs> Here I go again. Oh, my <laughs> Chris Perkins, if you'd like to DM a session of Dungeons and Randomness, we'd be happy to have you. <laughs> um, you <laughs> Will Wheaton, right? Tom is our Will Wheaton, yes, that's fine. Malchus's internal monologue at this point is, you know, maybe if I just died out here, that would be okay. I'd be okay being one of those three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're outside, we're heading. We're heading. You guys, uh, you guys... Uh, continue north uh, and uh, you have quite a while to chit chat with each other and it's it's actually quite a pleasant walk it's uh, one of the first times you've uh, been active with each other in, in a long time you you have a purpose you're out you, you have a quest there's something you could do and it's not there's not really a dark taint hovering over it. It's not a quest for a mob boss or something to do with the death of a friend or slaughtering slaves or innocents. So this is this is kind of the first time. Just the pure adventuring of it. Like, the, 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 a quest that isn't hurting anybody if you succeed. Uh, and as you guys talking back and uh, back and forth with each other... Uh, your voice kind of echoes over the tree line, and, and it's it's stark quiet except for the tweeting of birds, things like that. Gorgeous day out. Uh, Thor, of course, has his uh, has his Assassin's Creed esque robes uh, way over his face. Um, 
And you guys, let's just... Pop up. Uh, if you guys would like to slide your characters onto this map somewhere in this general vicinity... Seems to be a new variable. Yes. This is the first time we're seeing this. I don't know what you're talking about. Earth 2. Is that Earth 2. Uh, it is. <laughs> Yenward! Yenward! Heal! <laughs> so, uh, up ahead on the road, uh, you see, uh, first off, uh, the very eye catching two headed giant. Uh, and in front of him, uh, you see a very small gnome. Uh, this gnome is kind of dressed in um, what appears to be a suit, or as close to a suit as people would wear out here. Uh, he's wearing a big, thick, heavy coat over uh, some fairly dapper clothing for someone just standing in the middle of the road. Uh, how would you guys like to... Uh, oh, the the large uh, two-headed giant uh, behind him uh, has uh, twin clubs, one club in each hand. That's scary. Uh, and the two heads seem to be conversing with one another, while the gnome uh, is in the middle of the road and looks ahead and sees you, gentlemen. Uh, and a broad smile creeps across his face. Mm. Right. <clears throat> I don't like this. Guess we just uh, talk to the gnome, right? That's the <laughs> yeah. Well, you can try. You can talk to the giant if you like. Uh, but how about <laughs> just try to walk past without talking to anybody? Who's uh, speaking? You could try that too. Yeah, let's. You know what? What about us just walking? Okay. Uh, Malchus just listens out real quick to see if anybody is saying anything out there. Uh, and again, you hear uh, the two-headed giant talking back and forth uh, about their favorite pies. Uh. Yeah, I think I'm all right with trying to skirt around this. Okay. Uh, as you approach, uh, the gnome uh, seems intent on engaging you gentlemen in conversation. Uh, mm. he, he shouts as like, hey, gentle, gentlemen, gentlemen, come here, gentlemen, gentlemen, come here, gentlemen. Uh, and this is a fairly narrow road. Uh, and even if it weren't, uh, this, this giant is plunked smack dab in the center of it. Mm. So, uh, you have two options, which is kind of... You can kind of go into the field left or right and try and skirt around him, uh, or kind of go straight through and see if you can just, like, excuse me, and walk around him. Uh, I mean, he's already trying to engage us, and... um, I know if, like, there's a beggar on the street and you try to walk by him, sometimes they can get angry, and I don't want to get this beggar too angry, so we should probably engage. Yeah. That's what he wants. Uh, So, he is... uh, He he waves you all in, and as you surround him, uh, he says, Gentlemen, how are you doing on this fine day? Good, how are you? Yeah, pretty good. Well, I'm fantastic. Here's the situation. My large friend here. Can you believe someone just left him unattended, by the way? He was standing here when I got here, and I I, I talked to him, and now we're best friends. Now, me and my best friend here. 
are going to require a small toll payment for you to continue upon this fine road. And this is for your benefit, because this road requires upkeep. Surely you've noticed all the potholes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, these things need to be fixed, and they're not free. I, I understand that. Okay. So I require a small $800 gold payment from each one of you to help keep this road in pristine working order. Not See, that's where you lost me. Whoa. Um, okay, who has, a, who has a good intimidate? Anybody? Uh, I got a plus uh, Malchus does. Malchus does? Seven. Yeah. I got five. Yeah. I got ten. So Malchus and Thoral have plus ten? Uh, thirteen for Malchus. Oh, you have thirteen. Okay, that Ooh. sounds like a winner. Um, do we want to try to intimidate this guy, the little guy? Because yeah. he seemed... Is that that sound like something that we should... <clears throat> he's been pretty friendly so far. Right. Well, he's trying to intimidate <laughs> us. So. How much gold do you have? Because I only have 500. I have 1,000. Oh, I have zero gold I'm willing to part with. I have a big axe if he wants that. I yeah, 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 yeah. Malchus, Malchus gets the high sign from Rodswell that, like, you know, go, go for it. And uh, so Malchus says, I have a counter proposal, gnome. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm all ears. Go ahead. Step out of our way, and we will not fill the potholes with your carcasses. Yeah, roll. Good one. Good one. <laughs> I like it. Oh! oh! <laughs> There's no need to get testy. I, 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 this is for maintenance. This isn't for me. I'm not being a greedy man. Uh, and, and the entire time, he's backing up. Uh, and he backs up right behind his large giant friend, uh, she and uh, uh, while he is indeed intimidated his giant friend is not uh, 31 wasn't good enough to intimidate the giant well he wasn't trying to intimidate the giant ah let's do oh, it again huh <laughs> yep <laughs> well let's think this out because <laughs> with the because with the giant I'm gonna go with bluff which I have even higher yeah that's that's the way we do yeah. that so, oh, oh, we should convince the giant to kill the gnome. Should kill the gnome. Yeah. <laughs> You're really going to let that little tiny thing run you, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's, Ooh, is that a like bluff, this. though? What would that be? Uh, well, that would, well, I, hmm. Diplomacy? Would that, that be, be diplomacy or bluff? Cause diplomacy I mean... would be them, us trying to be like, hey, man, we can all be friends. Oh, bluff, you know, you we're know, trying would, to, it, be... to think he doesn't need to be with the <laughs> It would be bluff because we'd have to convince him that the gnome did something. In a way, like, he's the bad yeah. guy, not us. So it would be bluff. Right, all right. okay, I, I got this, I got this. It's bluff time, alright? You guys ready? Ready. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Malkish, Malkish shouts out, yelling at the gnome, but quite loud so that the giant can hear. Are you serious? But if you're his friend, why would you hide all of that pie from him? Oh. 29. Oh, oh man. It is the uh, ballpark. Uh, the gnome, whose name is Bravik, uh, said, What? That's not true! Uh, and the the giant, whose name is Klobnok. <gasps> full circle. Full circle. Eh? Eh? That's why he's the dungeon master. It's called a callback, you guys. 
uh, turns around and says, Why you hide pie from me? You were friends! Uh, and Bravuk, uh, he's going to try... <laughs> I would love to try a roll to rebluff your bluff. So let me try that. So I guess I would have to roll higher than your roll. You would you would be rolling against my twenty nine, I suppose. Right, I guess if we were going to do it that way. Uh, now, if Bravo fails his bluff, does he get smashed by Claw and or knock? <laughs> uh, one would imagine because that I mean you know not only have you lied to the giant, but you were caught in the lie. Uh, let me see here. And and while while those two are having the discussion, Malchus kind of eyes the party, and he, like, waves the right half of the party to go off to the right and around, and the left half to go off with him and around, and we're just gonna cut around. So, while this is taking place, you're gonna start sidling up on the side. Like, the giant is turned towards Bravik now, so you guys are gonna go behind the giant and just, like, oh, good luck with that, asshole. Well, th- that works good, because worst-case scenario, we at least flank. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the idea. Uh, so he has a hold on. He has a plus fifteen. Bring it. Oh, oh, natural one! Wow. <laughs> this will be fun. He's dead. There's gonna be dwarf paste on the road. Uh, All right, so guys, officially, officially, the subject of blue is history. No more bringing it up. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Malchus is deemed. Yep. Two rolls, twin rolls. Is this? This is like this is Earth Two, where everything is fantastic for everyone forever. Uh, <laughs> Jake lied his way out of a blatant coke deal. <laughs> Tyler got lucky, and and Rob just made up for Blue. And everyone is getting along, and there's no fighting, and it's pretty amazing. Um, the giant raises both of his clubs. Uh, little guys, good shit. <laughs> and he kind of uh, swings both of his arms out wide and then comes together and pancakes the gnome's head, uh, squashing it. And That's the, awesome. And the gnome, uh, as soon as the... The only thing holding him up now is the friction between the two clubs being touched together. That's it. And the pasty innards of his skull... Uh, and as soon as the as soon as the clubs are spread again, uh, the gnome just drops down in the middle of the road. Uh, at that we point, cheer. we cheer. At- <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Good job. Uh, do you want to cheer? I, I think no. we should cheer because we, we show support. He thinks we're on his side. He Why are we sneaking oh, yeah. around then? No, we Good were sneaking. <clears throat> We were going around the side in case we had to end up flanking him in case the bluff didn't work, but it worked. So okay, so show that jerk, Klobnark. Uh So as you guys start cheering, uh, he notices that you've kind of sidled up on his sides, Duh. and he says, "Why you cheer? He stole from me." Whoa. We cheered because you showed him. You just yeah, you showed served. him. You killed him. Good job. Justice was served. Yeah. Uh, and then Klobnok, kind of, he, he points one of, he, his right arm raises and he points the club at Malchus. Uh, and he says, do you know where he stole pie? 
was just telling Clover Day. The last club not <laughs> he did not tell me. The city of Ogre. Surely surely it is in one of his sinister underground gnome barrows. Uh, and Klobnok just kind of just just furrows his brow and stomps off uh, yes. in in an opposite direction. Yenward starts rummaging through Bravik's pockets. <laughs> his fancy, fancy pockets. Uh, Bravik was carrying 2,000 gold. Damn. Damn. Holy shit, there is pie in here. Look at that. <laughs> no, no. Klobnok heard that. And no. Klobnok is... No. <laughs> We really should have sent him to Overdale. That would have been awesome. <laughs> How far do you think he would have got down the road like that? <laughs> you guys, we are the most adventurers right now. This is <laughs> adventuriest adventure. Of the amount of adventure you guys could be having, you are having currently the most. You that realize, was... though, that for us being hero adventurers, now the next group that comes by... He's not going to have, like, a translator. He's just going to be a retard saying, like, you pay now, yes? Jesus Christ, let us have our Princess Bride moment, please. (laughs) (laughs) It's Earth 2 now. We don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Only if you have to worry now or gnomes. Uh, You guys continue north. Uh, Along the way, uh, obviously, uh, you, you have been walking for hours. And uh, it's it, it, there's a noticeable climate change. You guys are it, there's just a nice it, every once in a while you'll catch a gust of wind, and it's it's kind of a. Uh, I, I do a, have a question. Go ahead. Since I am covered in fur, do I handle this better than everyone else? Uh, well, yeah, you're naturally yeah. You're, okay. you're na- now on the opposite end of that. Uh, Drake is going to handle a little worse than everyone else. Uh, because. Uh, you know, being reptile. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so Can I, like, set myself on fire? I get You could. <laughs> Would you like to set yourself on fire? Cause... <laughs> not yet. Not quite yet. Not quite yet? Okay. No, not yet. Just a question. Um, you guys, uh, at this point, have been traveling quite a long time. Uh, you, you've made camp. You've woken up the next day and continued on your quest. Uh, and after uh, three Wait, solid... A little aside for Draconis for a second. Sure. Doesn't he have that fireball that can just follow next to him? Uh, for short periods of time, yes. And create right. an orb, yeah. You will need that eventually. <laughs> Good. Again, for short bursts, yes. That will probably keep you from freezing to death. Nice. At a certain point. Well, let's uh, whatever whatever direction the wind is blowing. Let's kind of form a party windbreak for Draconis to stay in, just because that should minimize a little of it. Oh, you yeah. guys are so nice. Also, you know what's really good for cold weather? Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Let's do this. You let's do this. this. <laughs> That's going to be the first so, DNR T-shirt. Hey, right hey there. DNR listeners, fan art opportunity. If you want to draw us fan art of coked up Draconis, you just send that right into the fan page on Facebook. It will Actually, be my wallpaper for weeks. And draw it on the envelope when you send in your letters. It'll be envelope art. Yeah. Oh man. Just like Nintendo <laughs> Power. Nintendo <Yep>. Power. <laughs> oh well. Um, yeah. Anyone who wants to draw anything, please. Yes, that would be fantastic. That will go in the wiki right there. That'll be immortalized. I don't know if we started fan fiction already for... Here we're the number one. Number one. 
No one well, could if do we fanfic done that yet. Thor's recent escapade uh, probably has. <laughs> it's slash fiction. There's going to be group one, group two slash fiction where it's like <laughs> Cookie and Tyler. And then when Yenward gets his girlfriend, we'll do some furry action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dungeon and Random is serving all demographics. <laughs> yeah. <Never worked. laughs> That's why they're the number one Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'll go gay if it, if. It, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's the shocking one. That one. That one. Sh- really, Dan Gay. Come on, he's pretty <laughs> much gay. Come on, well, he does like the boys. Ah, oh, we're entering dangerous territory now. Come on, sorry. Um, focus. <laughs> so it's the next day. Um, it's been a few days actually. Cool. You guys have been traveling steady north, uh, and the ground has just uh, gotten harder and colder, and there have been. Uh, uh, extreme bouts of uh, like short-lived snow. So uh, you guys will go to sleep and wake up and you'll have to kind of dig yourself out of your own tent where it'll just, like, you'll be buried overnight almost. Um, uh, You guys have taken a couple of different tents and and put them up so a few of you will be sleeping together. These are large tents, so it's uh, you guys have decided to kind of huddle up for warmth and, 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 you know, because it's, it's getting... It's not uninhabitable, but it's getting quite uncomfortable outside. I've never um, seen snow, and I don't like it, you guys. <laughs> I'm cuddling with Jarek. <laughs> I, I got Yenward. Damn it! I should have Yenward. <laughs> yeah, why um, you seven foot tall. Snow. There's enough room for everyone. Well, I suppose Malchus did swear to protect Thoral after the incident in the, in the swamp, so... <laughs> Thoral's probably doing great. He's undead. He doesn't feel this. <laughs> uh, Thoral always kind of feels cold, so it's not, you know, it's not too terrible for him right now. Um, not always feel cold, but... Gonna give you guys an option. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can Shit. continue on to the next little section. Or it's ten o'clock and we can wrap things up for the evening. When will we get to play again? Excellent question. Yeah, May think- 19th. I think we're on a roll here. I don't want to... Part of me doesn't want to stretch it out too long, and then part of me is like, I wonder if it's going to be another month before we sit down. And see, the other part is is that it might seem like a long time for us, but we didn't get started until, like, less than two hours ago. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, people have jobs the next day and stuff. I don't want to keep people on beyond where it would be fun. That's all. I just want to get people to More like jobs in, like, two hours. Well, th- yeah, see, that, like... Well, I mean, if Tyler wants to go, it's just we usually go for another hour. That's the only reason. Oh, that's fun. Well, we started we started an hour earlier too. But I, uh, that said, I can go for another hour. Right. This does feel like a good breaking yeah. point, though. I mean, so you want to stop? I'm just saying to the group, like it does seem like a good breaking point before anything really, really big happens that we have to deal with. Can like, you just spawn like a, like something for me to hit with my? Yeah, that's <laughs> something. So. No, you had an opportunity there. there. You wanted you to be disappointed that I talked our way out of this. No, no it was perfect. awesome. And that's okay. that's the, thing. the the situation that happened was the only situation that makes up for the fact that we didn't get to hit something in the face. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good God, this is like the third episode where nothing's been hit. I don't. Oh, know. Yeah, we're gonna have to fight And the fighting, like that one guy said, he didn't like it as much. So, <laughs> that's cool. So I guess we're in. okay. We can end. I am just like three keep going if if you guys are. Whatever. We'll be able to hang out and do it uh, that that May weekend, won't we? Yeah. That's like not. Fun. We won't have Jay. I mean, not Jay. Sorry, we won't have Jake. 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 Um. 
Well, well to add my into plane, a my or is in Charlotte, and I can stuff him in my bag and bring him with. What are you guys doing next Saturday? I work. Indeed. Oh no, I'm not working, but I have I have to do something. I'm out of town. I'm at a com. Wow. Damn. Uh, okay. doing a com. I'll I'll be here. Wait, wait, we did we do that Thoral Yedward episode that was that was supposed to be that one. <laughs> Make it like a pre- Draconis word. They get lost in the woods. Um, let's see here then. How about... How about the 11th? Well, what about during the week? We can't ever play during the week? I work during the week is the problem. Oh, that's right. Friday. Friday. I work on Friday. I'm just saying, like, when you get... I can do any day as long as it's, like, after midnight, because I get off work at midnight, so... Yeah, that's where I'm getting. That, yeah, everyone else has got like regular. They're day walkers, Jay, Jake. Yeah. They don't understand, except oh, for I, Tyler. I can be up at suckers. <clears throat> well, I, like I said, I, I. Okay, then how about the weekend of the 11th and 12th? That would be the next. That's only. That's only a couple of weeks away. Because I got to do a group two this next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless that falls through, which I hope it doesn't. But uh, I'm I'm generally good for the the following weekend. Well, what about next Sunday? We already said Saturday was out. What about Sunday? Well, that's when I was recording that's... with Group 2. But Uh-oh. again, it's still maybe up in the air. So if that falls through... I'll be free. I'll just say that. Okay. I would be occupied next Sunday night. Because I, I, I said to Jason earlier, I was, I'm running an RPG session for a friend's birthday. That Yes, that's true. You did say that. Okay. Um, well, then we'll, we'll meet up in two weeks and it'll be... Yeah, because the next section is... Okay. Depending on how you guys handle it, could take a little bit. Yeah, it's another gotcha. diplomacy thing. You guys could, you know, like it's just bullshit. Okay, so there's a because re- because it was confusing because it's not like everyone was ready to go and then we we're just except like, for Justin. Oh. Except yeah, and then yeah. Just so say like, it sounds like a good breaking point right now because there's nothing going on and we're already into the snow and stuff like that. We're we're already on the journey. So, but when stuff goes starts breaking loose and, and shit gets crazy. I'm afraid that nobody's going to want to stop playing. Well, depending on how much ground we cover this next time, you may get to at least the opening of Drox Tomb. Holy shit. Which has been something we've teased for about seven months now. (laughs) So So after this, we can stop playing. I better have something. (laughs) I I hope to fucking pay. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Yep. Are we not allowed to talk until Dan comes back? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. You can talk. I just didn't want. To, I just wanted to leave or anything. Oh, it's egotistical. <laughs> Everybody, hold on. I'm not in the room right now. <laughs> it's going to be epic. I can't wait mm-hmm. to show you. I've been working on this for quite Seven. a long time. <laughs> quite a long time, and I can't wait to show it off to you. Better not disappoint. Someone's gonna die. It, I don't... Oh, whoa. Go. Look, it not, not, it's, it's, there Sorry. are so many opportunities for something truly awful to happen, I'm hoping. Well, Dan promised I wouldn't die, so I feel like <laughs> He did do that. He did promise. Okay. Sorry, the reason I was, I didn't, like I said, I didn't want anybody to leave. I was making sure I could do it, and, because Danielle's baby, she has two baby showers in the next couple weeks, so I didn't know when they were, but I am free, so. So, Nick, not this next weekend, but the weekend after that, the 11th and 12th, you'd be free? Yeah. Oh, you play two days back-to-back? I... Yeah. Maybe? We play Saturday? I could... We could not do the wrestling randomness for one week. (laughs) 
kind of excited be, for that, you know? It'll be past the first. We'll be in our new thing. The 11th is a Saturday. I know, that's what I'm saying. We could just not do Wrestling Random this one week. And oh, okay. We that's actually, I was thinking about that week since uh, everyone's going to be getting ready for you guys coming to the town and everything. Um, maybe we should just take a week off. We could totally week. do that. Totes. You know. Totes. Totes and goats. Totes and that'll kind of give us some time to get ready and, you know, do all that. Can I say that, that I think every once in a while we have to have a bad session? Like, that last sit-down where the sound quality was bad and everyone kind of seemed out of it and, like, everyone was... Like, there was just general bickering and stuff. And then we sit down and this is, that's happened before. Like, the, the episode where Duncan died, that was considered to be, like, kind of a shitty, like... No one was feeling it, and like Duncan ended up dying, and he and then Dan spent the last thirty minutes of that show screaming at everyone. <laughs> yeah, he did. 